Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to my podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Michelle Panning back. She is an intimacy alchemist. Welcome, girl. So good to be back here. Okay, cool. So I'm so, so excited to talk with you again because we both do similar work, and I think this is so needed in terms of really developing intimacy with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So mm, when people hear that I'm an intimacy alchemist, they're like, okay, what does that mean? (laughs) Because I'm like, it's a fancy and witchy as fuck term for, um, I basically just help women to connect really deeply with themselves so that they can have real intimacy with men. Yeah. And I think, you know, this, the timing of this chat is so perfect with what's going on in the world right now, the coronavirus. And it's really coming back to, and what I focus on is coming back to intimacy with self. Yeah. And it's, there's never, I mean, it's always a good time to work on yourself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially right now when we're like, literally quite literally trapped in our houses um that we have an opportunity to do this work on ourselves and actually shine a torch into those like creepy dark little corners inside of ourselves and see those things that we don't necessarily want to see and do the healing work yeah because it's like dating can actually become an escape from mm-hmm. things right there's mm-hmm. like as with everything there's like resourceful and resourceful ways to do it and so you know take away this covid-19 situation it's like oh okay i'm not feeling so great about myself i'm going to get on dating apps and i'm going to go out on dates and i'm going to you know maybe have a couple of drinks because i feel a bit nervous or uncomfortable and then i might sleep with a guy because I'm craving some connection. Like, you know, that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> and, yeah. And we, we can't do that right now. So mm-hmm. we're having to really come home and focus on self. And it's like, if you do want a date, I feel like this is actually going to change the trajectory of the way that we relate to each other. I feel like we're going to be wanting more genuine um, and intimate and authentic connections with people because it's like, let's say we're, we're quarantined for three months. It's like, well, you're going to have to just create relationships with people online for three months without that physical, like obsessive, like, Oh my God, that, that hit of like, Oh, he's so hot. Like it feels so good when we're physically touching and all of that. Um, And so you don't have that as an escape. So now you can come back and be like, okay, actually, instead of escaping and doing what I normally do, I'm going to come back and do the things that I need to do so that when I am able to fully get back and immerse myself into the dating world um, in a physical sense, then I'm fully prepared and I, and I'm able to set boundaries and I'm able to um, speak my truth and, and whatever it is. Yeah, I'm really glad you said that though, because I've heard conflicting views from dating coaches where one woman is like, this is a perfect time because then you don't have the physical thing where you can really go deep emotionally with someone dating. 
But then I also mm -hmm. heard from this other person that was like, no, this is a time to get off the apps, go deeper within, then date. So I think it's. Yeah. My, my personal um, invitation to people is to actually tune in to what's true for you. Mm -hmm. Because my truth is different from your truth. And if you just came out of like, <laughs> I just think there's no one size fits all answers. If you just did like seven years worth of personal development, <laughs> you know, and you have been working on yourself the whole time mm -hmm. and um, are maybe more of an avoidant type, actually, this situation can actually be almost a safety net of like, oh, actually, I, ca I can open myself up a little bit and I don't have to meet anyone. I don't have to physically meet up with anyone, you know? So if you've been kind of alone, then this can be a really great time to start to forge some really beautiful connections with people. If you are like, dating's my escape, that's my go-to. Like when I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed, I just want to talk to someone and whatever. Maybe it's the time to go a little bit more inward. Maybe like right now I'm doing both. I'm, I'm focusing on myself and developing habits and routines that I want to um, implement in my life and going deep and shining that flashlight, as I said. And I'm also on, on apps, but I'm not like, oh my God, I need to find a partner right now. I'm like, if I meet someone, awesome. And if not, awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that about people need to tune in what works for them, right? Because I think that so many times people have so much stuff coming at them. Now more than ever, it's like double the stuff coming at them with the, you know, the news and all the fear-based stuff. So it's even more important for them to be like, what's true for me? You know what? I've been avoiding dating. I need to get out there. Or no, I need to go more within. Yeah. Yeah, there's an absolute overwhelm of information, like, of course, about what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. But I've seen um, just, like, an enormous amount of Facebook groups. Yes, um, people keep adding me to them. Join <laughs> my Facebook group, like, be part of this, because, and I, I get it, like, we want to help, and, and I've done it as well, with, like, like, I want to give my resources, but... Um, what I've been saying to, because I just launched a new program and people are like, oh, I'm worried it's going to be too much. Mm -hmm. And what I've really said to the women is like, I don't want this to be another thing on your to-do mm. list. I just, I want it, I, whatever I'm serving, I want it to be really nourishing to you rather than like, oh my God, I've got to go do that Zoom call again. And like, <laughs> you know, like now is the time for, um, nourishing and surrendering and i i mean you can let me know if you want to go into this but i feel like there's a huge resurgence of the feminine right mm. now the world as we knew it is no longer like it is changing 100 percent. well you know we're stepping into the fifth dimension right yeah it's yeah. big stuff mm -hmm. and all my and it is huge stuff i don't know if you noticed this like i've been researching all your stuff comes up or all of a sudden I'm overeating and I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't had this type of food in forever and I'm eating it. Mm. And so it's all in all these beliefs. Like today I had a headache. And so I kind of, I was really thankful that most of my meetings didn't start till later in the day. Mm -hmm. and I just, just sit here. 
and like sit in silence. And I think that it was great. So yeah, what you're saying is it's, mm -hmm. the, the silence. I love that you brought that up because uh, that's what I'm feeling from everyone that they're like, holy shit. I didn't realize how loud my thoughts were, you know, and, and like, we live in such a, and I've spoken about this before on this podcast of like, we live in such a masculine dominated world. And so we're used to like, you know, get up, get ready, go to work, do the thing, come home, do, go to the gym, like busy, 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 busy. And right now it's kind of like, um, resting in the void, resting in the void. And so there is that silence, that nothingness. And I experienced it as well. Like last week I was like, oh my God, I can't sleep at all because I would get into bed and my mind would just start racing with all the things, all the things that I should be doing or like that I'm not doing and, and all the things. Um, and so it really actually is very important that we come home to self and, and allow the space for that silence so we can actually listen and setting boundaries, you know, like setting, setting boundaries about what you do and don't let into your space. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I had to say, I posted on my Facebook of like, I'm not available for any news about COVID-19 and that's not because I don't care or I think it's stupid, like not at all, but I am trying my best to protect my, mindset and my emotions and and all of that and i go into absolute overwhelm and anxiety and so it's like i have to set boundaries with that and it's you know starting to set boundaries with like that will help you so much when you do go back into the dating world if you're not there already because it's like being able to say actually no i'm not available without the big explanation mm -hmm. give me yeah. a second Okay. <laughs> we got a packed house here with my sister and her boyfriend and Levi, the dog. <laughs> about that. Um, no, I definitely agree with you on that. And that's something I'm getting way more disciplined with because um, I don't know if it's been affecting you, but I've talked to a few other people and they said it's been affecting their sleep. But it's been really mm -hmm. affecting me because I'm actually going to be doing a video on this tomorrow. Like I'm very energetically sensitive. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, of course, all this is happening. Like I already don't watch TV. I'm already spending time in nature daily, but it's almost like, do I just need to live? Like, do I just need to lay on the grass all day? And then like, have my can, <laughs> you know, because it's like you, it's like you can't sleep because there's just, it's so, it's like heavy. Yeah. There's a lot of heavy energy and, um, you know, I'm noticing that on, like on these apps too. Like I posted a photo last night of myself on Instagram of me, like with my head in my hands, just like, oh my God, because every conversation is like, how's your quarantine going? How is it being home? I'm like, can we talk about something else, please? Mm -hmm. And I also, I am just, I small talk pains my soul mm -hmm. like I'm immediate I want to go deep straight away <laughs> and so I'm like yeah me too tell me what's inspiring you or, or you know or tell me um what's something that no one knows about you you know <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
Um, but I'm just finding that, that a lot of people don't feel available for that right now, which is funny because it's like, that's the actual medicine that we need is mm-hmm. authentic, deep connection, mm-hmm. you know, of like, I want to get to know you on a soul level. Um, and I think it's challenging a lot of belief systems right now because it's like this surface level bullshit isn't going to cut it mm-hmm. anymore, you know? And, and I'm, I'm noticing, I'm just noticing actually a lack of activity on these dating apps as well. Mm-hmm. Because and my feeling is that, oh, I can't meet you in person. What's the point? Oh, okay. I was even thinking overwhelm. You know, I was on it. I was on an app two weeks ago. I kind of, I was talking to several people. Then all of a sudden it just overwhelmed me and I got off and I was like, I need to only focus my business going within. But you're right. That could be a, that could be a thing where people are like, oh, if I can't meet you in person, I'm done. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's happened with a couple of men that I've spoken to of me suggesting, um, you know, because uh, it's come up of like, oh, well, we probably won't be able to meet for three months or something. And I'm like, well, we can FaceTime mm-hmm. because I'm not available for a texting relationship for three months. Like, no, I, I want to <laughs> connect with you. And, and also, like, I want to meet you so that I can figure out whether or not I like you. Like whether or not I want to continue speaking to you. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's so many, I think people just need to be creative and think outside of the box of how can I make this really fun? How can I make this like something that I would want to do anyways? You know, like my coach had suggested, um, I wouldn't do this because I absolutely hate cooking, but like you both have the same recipe and then you both cook the same meal on video and doing that so it's like you're cooking dinner together or you can Mm -hmm. do like um you know if you have a little chat have a glass of wine you can get really dressed up for it like you're actually going on a date uh you could you know have like a netflix watch party if you've had a couple of dates Mm -hmm. i mean there's so many things it doesn't have to be this absolute drag of like I don't want to meet this someone and keep it short like be like all right so let's meet for 20 minutes because mm-hmm. then you don't have to feel like, oh my God, I have to speak to this person for like four hours. <laughs> no, I, I love everything that you're saying because I think that, um, I mean, I was actually just sitting in my podcast. I was like, hey, listen to this, you know? Um, <laughs> just like, but yeah, I'm kind of with you. I don't do small talk at all. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and it's wow. so boring. So I guess the small talk now is replaced with, hey, how's your quarantine going? You know? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, you know, even, even saying things like, uh, I'm just, I'm, honestly, I'm just bored. I'm bored by the whole thing because I'm like, you know, where is your favorite place to travel? And they're like, oh, Hawaii, but that won't happen for a really long time. Like it, it, everyone I feel like collectively is just feeling really negative, which is understandable, understandable. You know, Mm -hmm. people are losing their jobs. People are getting sick. People are actually dying. Mm -hmm. Um, but I personally would love just a little bit of lightness, you know, and and Mm -hmm. bringing it back to 
connection and intimacy and you know like I, I always ask people when I'm on when I run master classes like what does intimacy mean to you right because the number one question that I get when people um, when I match with men and I tell them what I do they're like do you like help couples have sex <laughs> I'm like no <laughs> and then I speak about you know vulnerability and emotional safety and yeah. like <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, intimacy is um, connection, authenticity, vulnerability, safety, um, passion, like all of those things. And you can create that with someone online. I know because I've been there before. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, but also it's important to create those things within yourself, you know, like, if you're expecting to to find this passionate, authentic, honest relationship with someone, are you being passionate with yourself? Are you, mm. you allowing yourself to be? Can I swear on this? Girl, we say it all. I mean, I know. Like, are you allowing yourself to be fucked open by mm. life? Mm. Yeah. Um, are are you being authentic? with yourself or are you trying to play a specific role like the cool girl or the nice girl or people pleaser or whatever um are you being fully honest with yourself right when you when you get really clear about the intention behind you dating is it genuine is it is it because i'm actually really ready to build a bond with someone mm-hmm. and i'm ready to call in my soulmate or whatever you want to do or is it like, oh, actually, I'm really needing some external validation right now. And so you need to be the things for yourself that you want to call in in a relationship. And I'm not saying also that you need to be 100% perfect and you need to be all of the things because there can be a lot of that of like, um, oh, I'm not ready because I haven't done enough work on myself yet. Mm-hmm. It's like, know that thing of you can't love somebody else until you love yourself Mm -hmm. Um, I mean there is an element of truth to that but I also think that being in connection and being in relationship with someone who loves you allows you to love yourself because they're reflecting back to you your magnificence and you think about um, a child right a child learns to love by being loved So it, it so there's a mix of both of doing the inner work and also uh, because you can get stuck in this loop of doing the inner work forever and ever and ever. And I think I may have spoken about this on this podcast mm-hmm. of like, I, <laughs> I was like, I was single and I had done a whole bunch of work. And I was like, Oh, I'm good now. I'm yeah. so ready for a relationship. Like I'm not going to get triggered ever. And then I got into, I started seeing someone and I was like, I'm triggered. <laughs> Mm, (laughs) and so it's like a lot of the work happens in relationship as well no and I'm glad you brought that up though because that was me for the longest time I was like okay well I need to be doing I need to grow my income to a certain level I need to get my Mm -hmm. body to a certain place is my mindset okay how's my spiritual connection you know Mm -hmm. and then but then yeah you get in the type a perfectionist mode when really it's about so much of the work is in the relationship. 
Yeah, something my coach had reflected to me, which I thought like <laughs> it was actually our like introductory calls. I had signed up with her and this mm-hmm. was the thing that I was like, okay. <laughs> um, she said, I was, because I was really focusing on my business and wanting to leave stripping, but there was this, this tie to stripping. And she was like, I think you are not wanting to leave stripping because you know that if you left stripping, then you would have all the time for intimacy and a relationship. And so you like sabotage your business so that you have to stay stripping. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God. And this was like a while ago. Um, But I was like, holy shit. And that's the things that we do, right? Like, you know, when, when my business is at a certain income level, Mm -hmm. when my body looks a certain way, um, when I have this attained this level of enlightenment, you know, it's like, yeah, I had to meet Allah and Buddha and all the, all the enlightened leaders. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, there's two opposite ends of the, of the scale, right? It's like the, the one person who's completely avoiding the inner work and maybe not giving attention to their body, not giving attention to their business, not giving attention to their spiritual connection because they're like, I need a relationship so bad. Like I'm going to die if I don't have someone next to me. Right. And then there's the complete opposite scale, which is more the, the avoidant of like, Oh, I've got to make sure that I have a, B and C all lined up. And then when I do that, then I'll be available for a relationship. But what happens is that that goalpost gets moved, right? You like, you mm. reach that level and then you're like, no, actually I need to do, actually I'm still not available because this has come up. So when I've hit this, then I'll be available. And it always becomes later, 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 you know? And I hear that with people wanting to, with anything, like wanting to make changes to their diet or wanting to sign up for a coaching program, you know? Like I hear people all the time, I really want to do your program, but it's just not a good time right now. And I call bullshit and it is bullshit like 98% of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's is- even more BS now. What the F are people doing? Yeah. And I, I understand that there is a lot of overwhelm and, and some mm-hmm. people are working, you know, like healthcare professionals, for instance, yes, are yeah. working like massive overtime and all of that. Um, but if you are one of the people who are um, in a position where you do have time, to say I don't have time is actually not a time issue. It's like a discipline issue. And it's a resistance issue of <laughs> the, like, the things that we know will cause us the most transformation, we have the most resistance to. And we're like, you know, I, I, I tell people when I'm speaking to them of if you're feeling a pull to this, trust this. And if you're feeling an absolute like fear kick in, come talk to me because there's something there for you. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that it's a lack of, it's, it's a lack of self-love and self-discipline and it's almost like self-sabotage because I've noticed that 
me, there's, you know, due to the fact that everything going on, I was actually just messaging someone for our call. And I was saying, you know what? It's actually a blessing because there are so many things that I got to get rid of off my plate that I can go deeper with one-to-one coaching in the podcast, which is what I've been saying all along that I want to do. So it's good. Yeah, 100%. Like this is the time to shed what is no longer serving you. And I mean that in every sense, like in the literal sense of like getting rid of things in your house that don't you know I'm like Marie Kondo like that don't bring you joy (laughs) you know like that that sweater that's been in the closet for fucking eight years and you're like oh maybe one day you know that and um maybe there's some friendships that are no longer serving you you know Mm -hmm. because we outgrow people we do that's what happens and belief systems that are no longer working for you you know like something I've really noticed is actually how much I was saying yes to things that I didn't really want to do. Mm-hmm. Like catching up for lunches with people that I was like, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I honestly, I'd rather be working. And I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore because I actually feel so much better and more spacious without that. And so it's like, it's really the time to re-examine because setting boundaries and getting rid of things is actually an act of self-love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a deep caring for self. Um, but people think that, you know, setting a boundary um, makes you a bitch. And so I would say, fine start to love your inner bitch then. Yeah, I definitely, God, I love everything that you're saying. And I think that it's so, so key at the moment because that was me too, actually. Like, I think I told you this before we started filming. Like I, uh, I used to do in-person networking a lot in Atlanta. And so Mm -hmm. I would meet the people for coffee or whatever. And now I look back and I'm like, Mm, I don't really want to do that like ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? I actually thought about, I think I want, when I'm dating and we're allowed to meet up again, Mm -hmm. I think I actually want to meet people on FaceTime or have a phone call at least before I meet them in person. Yeah. How many times have I'll speak for myself. How many times have I gone on a date and gone, this is awful. (laughs) We have zero chemistry at all. Um, Like on a mental, intellectual um, level, right? There might be the physical chemistry, but there's just nothing really to speak about. And so I actually think I want to make it almost like a prerequisite of having you know, even if it's a 10, 15 minute phone call with someone just to get a feel for them. And so this is really changing the way that we, that we date. It's very exciting. Mm. I do love that, that you said that, because I think that, you know, I look back and I dated a little bit in January and there were two people. I mean, we only went on first dates, but yeah, I think that those wouldn't have even happened had I not done what you just said. Let's pick up the phone or do this. And really think, oh, you know, what are your interests, that kind of thing. 
Mm. Yeah. And I think it shows, you know, if you're looking for a, a deep relationship, a, I won't even say monogamous, but you mm-hmm. know, a, a relationship essentially yeah. that's more yeah. than casual sex. It's like, for me, I want someone who's going to want to provide that phone call mm-hmm. you know, to, to yeah. be like, yeah, I would love that. Who also would love to connect with me on that level. You know, if someone's like, oh, no, nah, I don't do that. Or, um, yeah, I just, oh, I don't like phone calls or oh, I'd rather just meet you in person. It, it might be a hard no, it might not be. But for me, it's a bit of a red flag if they're not available to just have a, t- a 10 minute conversation just to see if we have something there. I'm like, hmm. I don't know. I just want someone who's available for that. Mm. Listen, that's why it's attractive. This person, I mean, I haven't really been making zero effort and he called me. So mm. I think that that I, there are people out there that will do that, Michelle. And oh yeah. I, I love that. Cause I think that women, we, we do, you have to listen to the podcast episode I lo- uploaded today. This guy wrote the book, hard times, great, strong men. And it talks about how feminine women want masculine men. Mm-hmm. And we're in our society doesn't really have as many masculine men anymore. Maybe they're afraid to be the masculine. I don't know, but there are a variety of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So what I've, what I've noticed and what I've heard from men as well is they're terrified to make a mistake. Yeah. And so when, when we're like, Oh, lean back, take charge, you know, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, I don't want to get it wrong. I want to get yeah. it right end up doing nothing mm-hmm. right when it comes to planning dates or planning a phone call it's like oh, I don't want to I don't want to call her because what if she thinks I'm too full-on or like yeah I don't know or if we're planning a date I don't want to pick this restaurant what if she hates it you know mm-hmm. when the reality is it's like and and being in your feminine is allowing you to to lean back and you don't even have to say a word right if you don't like it it's like mm. <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, what else? (laughs) Yeah. But I think, um, you know, to, for masculine men, just to be okay with making a mistake and for the feminine woman to be okay with him making mistakes as well and to lead him and to let you know what you love, Mm. what you like, what you desire, what, because then it's like, you know, you don't have to say, I want to go to this Japanese restaurant at seven on Friday, mm-hmm. because then you're doing the masculine, you're leaving. But like, mm, I really feel like I love Japanese food. I also love Italian, you know, something like giving him choices. And then he's like, great, Japanese, Italian. Okay, great. Perfect. I know a restaurant or I'm going to ask my friends what kind of restaurant would be amazing for this or you know, and it's like, give the guy a break. Mm, yes, I'm sure the guys listening are going to love that. I agree, though. I think that it's, um, yeah, I think men are so hard on themselves. Mm, yeah, yeah, we all are, you know, because we want to get it right. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I spoke to with one of my clients the other day because she was having a FaceTime date with someone. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, I'm so nervous and whatever. And I said, just remember that you're not trying to get him to like you. Mm-hmm. You're just showing up and seeing if it's a good fit. 
And she was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Because that's the thing, we're going into dates and being like, like looking for clues of what they like and then trying to mold ourselves to be like that, you know? So like if, if, if a man's like, yeah, I don't know, all of my exes have been um, really soft-spoken and, and, and sweet and a little more girl next door and you're like, ah, really out there, you know? I've seen it and I've done it <laughs> of like, oh, that's what he likes. Okay, I'm going to try to be more soft-spoken. <laughs> and sweet so that he tries so that he gets to like me and it's like when actually if you don't like me for my allness then that's nothing against you we're just not a good fit Mm -hmm. totally cool because the right fit will love you in in your um entirety yeah and that includes when it's you know women to men that includes when you fuck up and you make a mistake because you're human and we love that Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't have to get it all the time. I agree with that. And I think that um you know, the the that's like the chameleon thing. Let me mold myself into because then you end up resenting yourself when you do that. Yeah, you resent yourself and you end up in a relationship and then a year down the track when you are the real you. And this person you're with is like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> then you're like, you don't love me because they don't essentially because they fell in love with a mask that you were presenting, mm-hmm. not the actual you. And so then it reinforces those beliefs of, see, I'm not lovable. Mm. I'm not lovable as I am. I'm not enough. I'm too much. All of that. And, um, and when it's like, when, when actually, when you show up as yourself a hundred percent of the time, there is someone who will fall in love with that. Mm. I promise. I promise you, you know, I thought my, my biggest downfall was how sensitive I am. And I'm like, actually, that's such a gift. Mm. I'm sensitive. There's men who have loved that about me. And there's other men who have been like, no, thank you. And then I'm like, no, thank you as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that though, because I think that that's so important to keep reaffirming that for people. Um, because I, I'm a sensitive Sally too. And I think that it's so important because there are people, you know, the light workers and the healers and the coaches of the world, of course, we're going to feel a lot, you know, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but what do you want to leave everybody with? Mm, I think just honestly, this piece of authenticity that feels like what's been actually like the undercurrent of this, that being really authentic in your relating and being authentic to what's true for you. And so if that means going inward and doing the work and focusing on yourself, well, that should always be your theme, Mm -hmm. actually. But if that means staying off the apps and staying, staying off from dating, then do that. And if your truth is to get out there and create some epic connections with people, then do that. Mm -hmm. And just be authentic to yourself and your truth. 
truth and your heart. Really take the time and, and care for your heart, especially right now. Mm, yes, love that. Okay, so where can everybody find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram is probably where I'm most active. So at Michelle Panning. And I've got um, a couple of programs. So there's an opportunity to, I'm taking a couple of people to work one-on-one with me. And also I've got another program, Intimacy Initiation, which is all about creating deep intimacy with yourself. So it's very juicy. Cool. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me again. I always love our conversations. Thanks, babe. It's good to be here. Yes. Yeah. And then everybody, be sure to comment below, subscribe, share with your friends. Let us know what you thought about this. Because I think that now more than ever, intimacy with yourself and connection is vital in our society. So let us know what you think. All right. Bye. Bye.